Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Dan. Hello there, my name is Dan, and welcome to the Wakanda Forever special. This is episode 199, ladies and gentlemen, we're ready to tear it up. How are you? How's everybody doing? I'm sure we all saw the movie. I'm really excited to talk about this one with you, Steve. I am so excited. Here's the, here's the scary part. I always know it's going to be an interesting experience when Dan texts me and says, get your tail to the theater now. I'm like, oh, he doesn't say that. Like, he's like, no, you need to go ASAP. I was like, done. And I went ASAP, dude. He listened. <laughs> I did go ASAP, and um, I cannot wait to talk about this movie. It is a long, you know, it's, it's a long time coming, but it actually wasn't... It went really fast. Like, I was so nervous about it that it came really fast because I was like, oh, how good is it going to be? I didn't, you know, I was really worried, man. I was kind of under the impression that I was going to get a movie that was, um, it's kind of like when you break something and you glue it back together and you're like, it still yes. looks pretty good, right? Right? It's good, yes. right? No, man. This movie... Like, I'm just going to put it all out there now, Steve. I think this movie actually surpasses the original. I know I'm coming in hot, but I have no, no, reasons no. I for agree. that. I agree. I, I saw it twice. I didn't tell I saw it I twice. know you did, sir. I, I know you did. Oh, yeah, you did? I, I'm watching. Oh. I have eyes everywhere, Steve. I went to see it twice, and I was like, oh, my God. It's Here's the thing. Let me put this out there. It's over. Ryan Coogler is one of the best directors. The fact that he accomplished this, considering the unfortunate events, yeah. mm -hmm. how do you even do this? Like, this doesn't that? happen all the time. This isn't something that's just going to happen again. I think that no. some, you know, let's just say something similar happens down the line to another franchise or something like that. I don't know if they'll be able to no. do what Ryan Coogler's done because not only did he take a movie that was truly dependent on the main character. This is, it's called Black Panther. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Chadwick yes. Boseman just. We were invested in him. We were invested in him. Yes, and in when Chad. you think of Black Panther, you think of Chadwick Boseman, you know? Absolutely. So not only did he take a movie that was sans Chadwick Boseman for obvious reasons, and we'll get into all of that, he somehow managed to, I don't even know if it was necessarily all of him. I don't want to give him all of the credit, but it was like him along with this cast. Jesus, dude. People, what I'm trying to say is this is the perfect <laughs> example of when a team comes together. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. I mean, I'm speechless, dude. I got to be honest with you. I really thought. So was I. I so I'm was sitting there I. watching this movie and I'm thinking to myself, like, so far, there, there's been nothing that has, like, taken me out of it yet. Nope. Well, that's not entirely true. I'll get back to it, but it had nothing to do with the movie itself. We'll kind of go back. We're, we're just giving, like, some initial thoughts right now. Yes. Yeah. So I thought, you know, there's no misses yet. Like, there's no beats that are getting skipped. Like, how are they, you know, I'm driving to the theater. How are they going to do this? I'm just going to wait and That's see, obviously, but how are they yep. going to pay respect to Chadwick Boseman Boy. and T'Challa at the same time and make this movie cohesive and not seem like there's just this huge elephant in the room or maybe, the, you know what I'm saying? Or not in the room for that matter. Just what's the missing piece? And 
he somehow did it where there were no missing pieces. I don't get don't me wrong. It. They make it known out of respect that T'Challa is absent. Yes. And very tastefully go back and forth. You know what I mean? Like they'll touch on it every once in a while within the movie, but they don't linger on it very much to where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, now we're making it a slog. Because we keep saying, oh, I wish he was here. You know what I mean? It's not like that. It's just like a family, a very powerful family. Yes. And they're stripped of everything that rep- that they represent at that moment. King T'Challa, Black Panther. They're stripped He's of all of it. And they are forced to pick up the pieces and carry on because of this adversary that they have. And mm-hmm. Dude, I'm just so impressed with how they, they went about this. Because it could have just, it could have fell flat. It really could have fallen flat. Oh, totally. And I think that the genius of it, as we walk through it, is um, they weren't like he was dead in battle. They're like, no, we all know. Let's just address it. He didn't die in a battle. He didn't die. I'm like, oh, I wasn't. Mind you, I was like, Dan Dan did not warn me about this. I was not ready for that opening. I wasn't going to warn you. Thank you. I appreciate it, but it it was rough. For me, I was just like, the whole... And mind you, normally there's always at least somebody in the theater that is just talking or... (laughs) I've got a story. I mean, just blah, blah, blah. But in mine, from the beginning, and let me tell you something. I heard sniffles during the opening Marvel montage of Chadwick. I heard someone like sniffling. That's all you could hear. That was so tastefully done by stripping that, that, um, the Marvel logo of music. (sighs) You know what I mean? And just letting us marinate in what we're about to watch for a second. It's so crazy. I'm sitting here this morning and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to babble on. And now I'm talking about it and I'm realizing this movie hit me harder than I expected it to. Oh, dude. It, it, uh, yeah. I knew, and the funny thing is, I was like, there are certain parts where I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to hear how Dan made it through this without, like, bawling like a child. I am very curious to how, like, little parts where I'm like, oh, that's a touching thing right there. Yeah. You know, uh, how did how did your because uh, you went with your son? How did he like it? Oh, he loved it. Did he really? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me just tell you what we were working against. Though I will not spend a lot of time on this here because I want to oh, make this more wait. positive. You all you attracted Bro. to you somehow you attracted to you. If you are just for the odd chance that you're just listening to the show for the first time, let's just say I have a history with this, right? And oh, you'll dude. have to go back and I'm not going to go into the specifics, but let's just say the the story hasn't changed. You know what I'm talking about, Steve. So we're really excited to check out this movie. We get in there. There's nobody in line. So we get our food or, you know, our popcorn and everything. We go, we sit down. The crowd seems to be very excited about this. Everyone's chomping on their popcorn through the trailer, you know, not even through the trailers yet. They're just sitting there watching the dumb Pepsi commercials and and genuinely just having a good time. You can tell this is going to be a good, a good audience, right? Lights go out. And suddenly I see these two figures walk. Cause I'm sitting in the back. That's my spot walking up to where I'm sitting and they get all the way to the top. Oh no, dude. So we had like a quantum mania trailer. We had avatar. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't honestly remember the other one and I'm about to tell you why. So we're sitting there. I'm not paying attention to them other than the fact that I realize that they're in my periphery, you know, like they're in my peripheral vision. Yes. And then I hear this. Erica. Oh Jesus. Erica. Right. I mean, as loud as oh, you can, Jesus. while the lights are off, right? And it's two guys, and the other one's like, shit, and, and they're drunk. They're laughing because they're drunk. And I could see they've got the uh, the box of Regal Fries, and then they have two. I'm, I'm surprised they serve glass in this theater, but they're two little, like, mason jars full of, you know, whatever, some kind of drink. 
and this is what they have a piece. So, and they're already hammered. So I'm like, oh man, here we go. So they sit down. So the Super Mario trailer comes on, and they show Bowser, and all of a sudden this guy's like, <laughs> Bowser, <laughs> like, oh. and I'm not exaggerating, bro. And he's just talking and talking, and I'm like, fuck. And Ben's getting pissed, and he's like, I'm gonna go. I'm going to say something. I said, hold on. Let's just see how this plays out for a second. Because I have a feeling these dudes, being that they're screaming Erica, are probably not in the seats that they're supposed to be in. Right? Of course. Which was the case. So I'm, I'm just trying to ignore it. I'm trying to. I'm thinking of you, actually. Because I'm like, see, every fucking time I go to the movies, this is what happens. And, I, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm, I'm hearing that laugh in my head, right? That's so funny, dude. So, but I'm trying to be cool about it, man, because I'm just not about like you never know who you're going to be like arguing with. Dude, dark. everyone's carrying something now. Dude. Exactly, dude. And I don't give a shit yes. what people say. Some people, are like, oh, I go up and say something good, nope. and you're going to get killed one of these days. Exactly. But I was just, I'm, I'm trying to be cool about it. And then suddenly, I'm pelted with like five or six French fries. No, my Dan, no, no. And I fucking look over and I go, dude, what the fuck? And his buddy's all, yeah, man, tell him to shut the fuck up. I go, he doesn't need to shut the fuck up, but dude, stop throwing shit. You need to chill out. Seriously, you're fucking, you know what? Yeah, be quiet. You're loud and you're now throwing shit at me. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. You want some fries? I go, no, I don't want your fries. I just want you to be quiet. Dude, what is happening? Is this out of a cartoon? I'm not making this up. I said, I don't want your fries. I just want you to be quiet. That's it. And then his friend's all, yeah, see, he told you to shut the fuck up. And then the guy's, and then, so then he shuts up for like, I don't know. Two minutes, something like that. And now it's going to be a thing. Now it's going to be a thing, dude. And then he's all, he goes, you know what? It's the trailers right now. I don't need to shut the fuck up. So he starts going again, right? And oh, I'm like, that's it. Dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to fucking say something or walk out. There's only two choices here. There's three, but I'm not going to do the violent one. I'm voting, wa- I'm voting walking out. I was just about to. And then suddenly, Erica shows up. <laughs> and Eric, here's the best shut part. Shut up. They were with a group of about, I would say, 10 people. Oh, Jesus. These people were right in front of us, Steve. The row right in oh, front of us. Meaning, oh. meaning that they heard these two clowns calling for wherever they're supposed to be sitting and straight up chose to ignore them because of how obnoxious they were. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? So apparently they do this everywhere. Dude, it's just, and then they were also the kind of people too where it's like, because this, this slightly carried on into the movie, but they were, for the most part, they were quiet. But if someone was going to talk, it was going to be these two guys. Oy. So anytime that there was like a quiet moment, I have a feeling that these clowns have a, uh, like an insecurity with like uncomfortable silences. Of course. So they were forced to fill the gap with some stupid oh, no, dude. Come statement on. or something like that. Hold on a second. I got to fix my mic. I apologize. All right. Testing. Anyway, so the movie starts. It's pretty much remedied. And I did enjoy the movie the first time around. But for the first like 10 minutes of the movie, I'm in my head now because now I'm pissed. Of course. I just had fries thrown at me. Oh, by the way, he wasn't throwing the fries at me. He was throwing them at his friend. But still, anyway, uh, it took me like 10 minutes to kind of get into the movie. And then after that, after that, it was fantastic. And we both walked out of it saying at that time, too. Yeah, this is definitely a better movie. This is. It's, there's no like shade in it because the uh, because the original Black Panther is great. I just watched it again earlier this week just to, nice. because I wanted to be you know boned up on it and refreshed Fair. and everything. Yes. So I got no hate towards. It. In fact, a matter of fact, like you know, it was never one of my favorite Marvel movies, but I enjoyed it more yes. this last week just because I was like really had the intent of of kind of soaking all of it in. You know what I mean? Even though I've seen it yes. multiple times. This time I go in. And I just walk out and I'm like, this, this is a, this is a superior movie. It's not even a matter of comparison. It's just that you can take the original Black Panther, 
say what you want about it. Let's just say you're saying positive things about it. You can't match the heart that was put into this movie. It's impossible. Because these people all knew that they were doing, this Jesus. is for Chadwick. You know it. This is for Chadwick. Yep. You know it was, that Absolutely. was the theme throughout the whole, I bet you that's how he amped up his, like, maybe not every day, but upon shooting, you know what I mean? I'm picturing him talking of to course. everybody. All right, we're going to do this. This is going to be a great shoot, whatever. This is for Chadwick. Keep that in your head this whole time. And I believe Absolutely. they did. I really do. Truly believe they did. I don't believe that, like, all the, every time they're crying about Chachala, it's not about him now. It's, they're thinking about their friend in the movie. Hey, why not channel that? I They did, for sure. And it's just like, dude. And and the thing is, we, they're, like, imagine in the middle, and this is, this is a terrible thing to imagine, but, like, in the middle of, sh- the writing Thor, Hemsworth passes. What do they do? Like, that's the equivalent. Hemsworth's gone yeah. now. I don't think any other director can do this. They just can't. I think any movie would suffer to some degree. Oh, dude. I don't care if it's a, it's a better actor. Let's just say the actor does better than the original, right? You're still going to have that weird. Yes. Well, it's not him. That wasn't the original. It's different. It feels different. than you know, he didn't say this that way. You know what I'm trying to say? Just those little subtleties. Absolutely. People pick that kind of shit apart no matter what. So I feel like it wouldn't work for some reason. I don't know if it has to do with just the, the sad conditions under which Chadwick Boseman passed away, but I feel like this was once one of those, uh, once in a lifetime situations, man. Like it's just all the stars lined up for this movie. Absolutely. And here's the thing. I'm not going to tell, I want you to guess, what do you think their weekend back box office number? Oh, well, I know. Oh, you I, did? yeah, I know. I did a little bit of homework. So I was worried. So I was just like, let me look, dude. Well, you were actually pretty close. Let me pull up my notes here real quick, Mr. Hudson, because I actually I was you close. were close. I believe that you said uh, 190. Yeah. Was what they were going to make domestically. Mm-hmm. And they ended up by Monday. Well, today pulling up at a 181. Dude, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, my friend. And then 330. Spoiler. Steve would say it's a grip of money. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> but like 330 globally they're going to be pushing toward a billion fairly quickly yeah yeah 330 globally man and that's I, my thing is dude this is so difficult and also a lot of it had to do with the best trailer i've ever seen in my life that first trailer is the best trailer i have ever seen i've never seen a trailer that good the song no woman no Cry." it was just like jeez louise dude you're almost yeah. worried as soon as that starts. Now, the second one I never watched. I never watched the second trailer. But that first trailer was just, had everybody been like, oh, it's going to be one of those. And I like that Ryan Cooler was like, hey, just brace yourself. Because it's going to be one of those movies where you're just going to have to, you know, just buckle up. And, you know, with Tanakh, or is it Tanosh Huerta? I think it's Tanakh Huerta. Tanakh Huerta. I believe so. Well, recently, but if I'm butchering his name, I'm sorry. Dude, I know I'm butchering it, butchering it. But I, um, I watched a video that's a tearjerker of him. He didn't know, but they were driving to Mexico, and his buddy took him next to a, a huge mural that they drew in Mexico of him wow. uh, as um, Namor, and he just kind of starts crying, and he's kind of trying to shake it off. He's like, "Hey, this is crazy," and he just is, he's just staring at it like this is. This is unreal. What's happening right now? They're like, yeah, you're representing more than you thought now. Like it's bigger. Now he's understanding what Chadwick felt. 
He's like, oh, this is bigger than just me. Like I'm representing a people almost. Like there's a bunch of young kids looking at me saying, hey, I want to be like that when I grow up. I'm like, man, this is beautiful, man. This is beautiful. But yeah. All right. So let's get into the movie. We're not going to. Do you want to rate it now or do you want to get into the movie first? Let's rate it now. Oh. Or do you want to wait and talk no, about it and see if we change? Rate. No, 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 no. We can rate it now. And then at the end, you could ask me again. And if I change my mind, I don't think I will, though. All right. Same here. I don't think I'm going to either. Go ahead, Steve. I'm going 4.7 out of five. Uh, I'd say 4.7 out of five directors of the year. I'm going to go with 4.75 bald-headed demons. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Every Both times I went, the crowd lost their minds at that. I think that's the most they laughed in the whole movie, was that. Yeah, I think that was a line that Winston Duke actually, uh, he ad-libbed on that one. Did he really? He just I think he just threw that one out there, yeah, and he had everyone cracking up, so they kept it in. And the funny thing is, it's perfect for him to eat a carrot. I'm like, what a great, it shows, I never know, I never realized how nonchalant you look if you're eating a carrot talking to somebody. You're like, oh, yeah, you're chill. I, yeah, you're chilling past. I think it's worse than a lollipop. Like, if you're just like chewing on a carrot, it's like, I don't care what noise I'm making. I don't care. It's just what it is today. That is a big fella, dude. <laughs> he's a big, big guy, man. That is a massive individual. I'm like, okay, he's bigger than I thought he was. Winston Duke is big, dude. And with all that on him, he just looks humongous, man. Yeah. I was yeah. like, man, but okay, so. Uh, real quick, yeah. I think that it's important that we say straight up right now, if you haven't guessed yet, you've heard our show before, maybe you haven't heard our show before, we are going to spoil the hell out yes. of this one. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if you haven't seen it, I would stop right now and then come back to it. But let's face it, you've all seen it, so let's proceed. Okay, off the jump, it's a, a, a tearjerker because obviously she's trying to cure T'Challa. Mm-hmm. At what point is your first, like, choking of the throat? I would say right off the bat. Say with me. <laughs> now, I never quite, I'll be honest with you. I never quite got there. Yeah. I don't want to backtrack. But again, I said that I saw that one night where it was kind of terrible at yes. first. And then I went back yesterday with Gail and we watched it. How did Gail So like that it? was a completely different experience. It was four o'clock in the afternoon. Everyone that was there was down to watch this movie. The, the oohs and ahs were in the Isn't right place. Wonderful? The clapping. Isn't that yeah. wonderful, dude? It was the Marvel theater that you want to be in when you see yes. a Marvel movie. I was in that theater both times, luckily for me. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. So the second time around, I definitely felt it. And mostly I felt that because as soon as, the, it was like when the fucking lights went out. It was like the first trailer. I'm hearing Gail... <laughs> No, <laughs> like just, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but as soon as the movie kicked in and she, she was like, got a oh, little choky realized, throat. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, she doesn't, she doesn't do the homework like we do is not that that's a bad thing, but she knows she's not it's reading about Wakanda to. forever yes. two years in advance, Yes, whatever, you know? So she's just seeing this, it's just hitting her and she had no idea. She just watched black Panther and she yeah. obviously she knew that Chadwick uh, Boseman died, but she, she just wasn't invested. In Absolutely. That. So yeah, she got hit hard, dude. I mean, I saw the Kleenex come out, especially during that that's that slow, that quiet Marvel showing him walking and then in his oh, yeah, the, yeah the, dude, that's what got me. And she was like, "I'm already crying." Yep. She's like, "It's the fucking credits, and I'm already crying." That's same <laughs> like, with me. Yeah. I was mess. I think I started like a kind of dab in my eyes when she said he's with the ancestors. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I'm not ready. I can't do this today. Like, I couldn't do this today." The thing was, is that her crying started making me start to like Absolutely. get the lump in my throat. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you have an empathetic, a sympathetic thing. Yeah. Yeah. And now I can actually pinpoint when I felt that. And that's when they pulled the, uh, 
the sheet Oof. off of the coffin, Oof. revealing the Black Panther symbol. Jesus, dude. And that's when I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a rough and ride. I, I, was, I was messed up all through the parade because you're supposed to have a celebration. It's a celebration of you moving on. Yeah. But, man, I saw it the second time made so much more like it hit way harder because I'm like, oh, I know Shuri is already pissed. She's like, you guys have your little, okay, he's with the ancestors thing. I don't believe any of that. Yeah. I think he's gone. And he's, she's already like, I'm killing somebody this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you want to know what I think so awesome about that particular uh, storyline? Huh. I just loved that this movie deconstructs Wakanda. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Excuse me. It's like how, you know, all these old beliefs are now challenged by technology. Yeah. Basically. She's a scientist. Yes. And Shuri stopped believing in all these old ways because, you know, she couldn't save her brother Bingo. by technology. Mm-hmm. So like technology is the number one thing on her mind pretty much throughout this whole movie. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I also love how her faith is restored at the end with the help of the, Absolutely. Uh, the heart shaped herb. Yes. It wouldn't have been restored if it wasn't for the technology. That's a beautiful route. I didn't even think about that. That's really actually really smart, G. And she's got a dope-ass 3D printer, Steve, and I want it. Dude! My printer can't do heart-shaped herbs, Steve. I think you could you could manufacture one, kind of. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You should try to make a... um like It's a, one of them $350 jobs. I think I need to at least be at $1,000 before I can do that. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, here comes Dan's 3D printer. <laughs> here comes Dan's 3D. And I also like the overarching thing where it showed how, like... um. As uh, black folks, Hispanics, that was specific in this movie. Uh, they don't get a chance to mourn. Like, uh, Namor and Shuri, and the whole the, the whole people in Wakanda, you can't just sit in quiet to mourn because things keep happening over and over and over again. You're like, as soon as I'm trying to mourn, yeah, the world keeps moving and more bad things happen to you. Namor never was able to mourn because this happened and then this, and then I, now I have to lead these people. You never get a chance to just sit. Let me just get over this. No, that's not how the world works for y'all. Sorry. Yeah. And I was like, and, and at the end, it was finally like she saw her mother and then he, or and then he saw his mother and they were like, just breathe. It's okay. Let's just move. Let's move past this whole thing. And I was like, wow. They saw they weren't so different at that exactly. point. Exactly. They're like, oh, we're don't we're both mourning, but we yeah. can't mourn because you haven't even we have not been able to mourn for things that happened. And I just said, Oh, dude, like I would have loved to be in the writer's room to just see the process of, oh, we're making a brand new movie starting now. Yeah. How are we gonna do? It was just beautiful. Now, going back to the uh, after the Marvel flip, um, that's when I got worried because I'm like, now that you got my emotions, where do you go? That's my first worry. I'm like, what do you do now? Like that touched me, but I was worried that do are they able to do that instead of pulling on the heartstrings? Can they make an actual story? Spoilers, yes. I know. Hey, question. <laughs> Why the crap was Lake Bell in this movie? Maybe she just wanted to be in the Marvel. I don't know exactly because she was there and then she wasn't. Then she wasn't. Even Homeboy, I've seen him in a million movies. I was like, you just signed up to be like, I'll die in Wakanda for a sure. Let's do this thing. I can't blame him. I can't blame him. He'll be like, oh, yeah, part of Marvel. Let's do it. Well, Marvel's smart that way. She very well could come back. As subtle as her role was, oh, she could come back. Oh, and we didn't see a body. Whenever you don't see a body. Yeah. And dude, how did you love those sirens where they sing to you? Oh man, like the Talacan dude. 
the Telecan, uh, almost said society, but just that entire race Dude. was just so fascinating to me. I don't know, man. Ryan Coogler, <laughs> he stepped up the fucking Dude. game in this one, dude. Dude. I feel like how I felt about Thanos uh-huh. when it comes to Namor. Oh, yes. Or Namor, depending on how he says Namor. But I mean, we've all said Namor. Namor yeah. It's like, because he's, he's an anti-hero, but everything that he says makes perfect sense. Total sense, dude. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like, like most heroes, you know, you don't really see like back in the day in the old movies, the silent movies, you'd have the guy with the top hat. That's like tying people to the train yes. track and shit, yes. just doing mean shit just for the sake of doing mean shit. He's evil for evil sake. Yes. Just evil for evil sake. Thank you. Yeah. But no, this is a very complex villain. Yes. And everything about this movie, again, I'm going to repeat myself several times, but it's just like everything about this one was just on point this time. It was so, and the, the funny thing is he was right because remember the French, he said, they're going to come after Wakanda. Mm-hmm. The French already did. So he was like, oh, they're going to do it. And then they're going to come to us for just, we're fine. And I was like, oh my God, he's right. He didn't even need to know that the French people already tried to get Vibranium. He's like, I know the the world on top. Yeah. And if there's one thing they're good at doing, it's invading other pla- uh, other people. They're going to come to us for help. But man, those, whoo boy, his, his, like he said, he's like, my people, you can't beat them. He was right. He's like, you guys cannot beat my people. What do you say? I have more warriors than you have blades of grass. Dude. And he said, they're all. So he pretty much is essentially saying, you know how like I can fight really well? <laughs> all of them can do that. So, and they do when they came jumping out of the, onto the ship and threw a spear and speared that dude to the, I was like, oh, he's a problem. That's going to be an issue. No question. That's going to be an issue. And sure enough, he was an issue. Him in real life though, when they, when at Comic-Con, that's a big dude. He's big too. Did you see him dancing with Lupita Nyong'o? Dude, how beautiful is that? How beautiful is she? Listen, bro. (laughs) Listen, bro. I mean, I don't want to take this down to a, uh. Dude. You know, to a uh, an indecent level, but I would just say that woman is fine. shockingly beautiful. It made me gasp when I first saw her. And this movie is so good, I forgot she wasn't there for a while until I saw her. I'm like, oh yeah, I wasn't even thinking about her until Angela Bassett visited her in Haiti. I said, wow. By the way, <laughs> we're watching this movie, right? And uh, Angela Bassett's on screen. And I just look over again. I go, she's in her 60s, dude. dude. my lord. She's in her late 60s. When she walked into that court, Dan. <laughs> Man. Dude, I said this. And Belle leaned over to me. She's like, my God. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it's not human. It's not. She And her face close up. I'm like, my yeah. good. Courtney B. Vance is, is a happy individual. I'll say that. He is a happy individual. I was like, uh, even like later on in the movie at one point, I just leaned over and I go, look at her skin. Dude. Just look at her skin, dude. Even with the white hair, I was like, man, that is, whew. That white hair wasn't fooling anybody. No, no. If, if somebody introduced me, like, hi, this is my grandmother, I'd have to pull him aside and be like, listen. <laughs> no offense. How close are you to your grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> Could you slip her my number or no? But dude, this. She looked amazing. I think the whole, I would love to know how much of it was, um, for that village, how much of it was uh, green screen, how much was it was built normally. 
that kind of draws me back to the conversation that we had with Precious Jenkins, where he was saying that they actually got to kind of walk through the sets and that they were actually like, uh, you know, they weren't living there, of course, but the the sets were like full on apartments. You kind of get a glimpse of that during the flood scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was really nothing. It looked like my apartment when the first apartment I ever moved into. There was no shit on the wall or anything. <laughs> yeah. They were just getting. But, but it was a solid, you know, living space. It makes sense considering what we saw with the Nope set. I was like, you know what? They could just build these things now. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure Ryan Coogler is more like, I want it lived in. I want it to seem like you're actually destroying a thing, a, an actual living or an actual existing thing. Um, but Ben, I mean, did I've, I've heard a few people say that um, the winged ankles took them out of it. What did that for Namor? What did that work? Did that work for you? It didn't really take me out of the movie at all. In fact, I thought it looked pretty good most of the time. There might have been a couple of times where he was sort of fluttering around. Where I was like, okay, whatever. But it didn't really harm the movie whatsoever. Well, the second Like time, I said, yeah. I think that he's he's up there with Thanos as far as the villains go. Oh, dude. I mean, they really brought the A game with this guy. And I'm, I'm glad. Well, we're in spoilers. I'm glad that he does not die in this movie I because I feel guy. like we need to see him again. Well, did you see that? And I also like that, you know, because he's that anti-hero they can play him either way in the future. Now, did you see the Ryan Kluger? Someone asked him how strong Namor was. I've read some things online that they were comparing him to the Hulk when he's yes. near water. And that is even touched upon with Umbaku when he says that. But I think Umbaku was just trying to, in that particular scene, was just trying to save his ego because he got the shit oh, dude. punched out. Well, Kluger <laughs> said outside the water, he's Thor. Oh, wow. I said, okay. dang. Which, yeah, that's not a bad trade-off. Dude, let me tell you something. I hope that Coogler didn't just throw that name out there for fun. I'm wondering if there's going to be a meetup. That would be dope, G. Where people are like, oh, this winged creature, let me handle this business. And Namor was like, yeah, wrong again, homie. I just don't know what to expect. I keep waiting for, not waiting because I don't want it to happen, but I keep expecting the MCU to fall on its face just because of the rapid pace that I things know, come out. man. But this sort of was like, okay, I think we're going to be going in the right direction again. <laughs> I <laughs> hope. Like I'm not, the, yeah, I've Love said all along. Bummer. Yeah, I've said all along that I wasn't the biggest fan of Phase 4. I'm not a Phase 4 hater. There's a lot of fanboys that are just, you know, they just talk crazy shit on it. It wasn't my favorite. Let me see. And, you know, for many different reasons. But still, it wasn't my favorite. But this movie, being the end cap to Phase 4 really makes things promising for phase five. Let me look up the Marvel. Do you have the list of the Marvel phase four movies? Not handy, but I mean, we can, we can talk about that. I believe the first one is it. It is. I'll, I'll, I have the list right here. Uh, films. All right. Bl Black Widow. Well, Black Widow was the first one. That's right. How'd you like that? I liked one? it a lot better than you did. <laughs> I've seen it probably. I've seen it probably five times. Shang-Chi. I loved Shang-Chi. I liked Shang-Chi a lot. I think that that was a way better movie. And I'm going to have to put that one up there in the top three. And I liked it in spite of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, still, I mean, I know you've got some serious hatred towards this person, but I don't think she was even in the movie long enough mm -hmm. to really make a huge difference. You it's know what true. I'm saying? Now, this I mean, she's in it throughout the movie, but she she's is. not, you know, Aquafina is who we're talking about, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Steve hates her. Now, this one is a split. Among society, because all of a sudden you hear people talking about maybe see now people are seeing the brilliance of Eternals. No, okay. no, <laughs> no, no, 
it's it's just listen, man. That's the thing. It's just my opinion, but a bad movie is just a bad movie. They're like you the, just pick up the pieces and you move along. That's what because everyone's like, watch, watch how people are gonna all of a sudden realize how genius this movie. Well, I'm like, I don't know if it's gonna happen. No, I do think that it's gonna have some of the elements of uh, Age of Ultron where we keep coming back to certain things, and I think a lot of that has to do with. Um, Brian Tyree Henry's character, whose name Fastos, I believe it is, who is the creator of a lot of that technology. And it's got, I think yeah. that it directly affects the Ten Rings. Don't hold me to this, man, because who knows? But I think the Ten Rings come directly from Fastos. Oh, that's interesting. I've seen it other times too, but yeah, I think that that's the kind of things where you know because they've been here so long. I don't know if they've been here longer than say the Talokans, though, because what are the Talokans were like what six thousand years? Yes. So I don't know how long the Eternals have been here. They probably said it in the movie, but I was probably asleep when it happened. But I think that they're going to be playing into the MCU going forward a lot. Maybe not in the point to where it's there. Have like I think I'm, there's going to be an Eternals too for sure. But I have a feeling they're just going to be there in the background, and lots of things are going to be tied to them. That's how I feel it's going to work. Especially the um, what are those big ones called? Not the Eternals, but those massive. Oh, the Sentinels. You mean? Yeah. All right, uh, the next one is Spider-Man No Way Home, which we both, you know, adore. That's a good movie to talk about if it's in phase four and you're putting it up there in the movie. Okay, you know, because like we're going to go over this and we're going to understand fairly quickly, at least I think so, that No Way Home is definitely in the top three. Easy, dude. Easily. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing. (laughs) That movie strongly depended on nostalgia. Of course. Yeah. I think that if it wasn't for... You know, Willem Dafoe and Doc Ock. And I don't know. And the two if, other Spider-Men. Yeah, exactly. Nostalgia. That's what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. So take that out. I don't know. I mean, it was the Ready Player One of Marvel. <laughs> He's like, remember I this? Guess. Remember this? Remember yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah Lots of member berries in that one. But I'm not taking away from it. I enjoyed it. And I saw that one like three, four times. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Now, I love the shit out of that I movie. loved it, too. And a lot of people were like, eh, it's, it's okay. I really loved it. So I think I know my top three. But what else are we missing? I mean, we, dude, you did not like Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. That's the only other one, right? Yeah. Then and I think that might be the worst. I, I honestly might. Worse than Eternals? Bro. What? I put it this way. <laughs> okay. I would have to watch Eternals again to honestly say yes or no to that answer. Okay. Because I really did not like that movie. I don't want to just like turn this into a hate fest, but I don't know what the hell Taika was doing at that one. That was so I would have met. Here's what I'm going to guess your top three are. Okay. Wakanda Forever, number one. Mm-hmm. By far. I got to say Doctor Strange in the Multiverse, number two. Yes, sir. And it's going to come down to Shang-Chi or Spider-Man. I'm going to have to. Oh, wait, or Black Widow. You watched that five times. Yeah, but I, let's not even include that one. Okay. I'm going to say that you're going to give number three to Shang-Chi. That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. I, I like it because I feel like if I do give it to Shang-Chi, it's because it's an original story. Exactly. Instead of uh, nostalgia. Rehashing and nostalgia and all of that. And I think that's the thing that might set it apart. But again, that movie's uh, No Way Home, dude, had me like when Aunt May goes, dude, dude. that was great. I mean, it's terrible, but it was great acting. And it was the equivalent of the we were waiting for the Avengers Assemble moment and that with great responsibility moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I think I'm going to give it to Shang-Chi. Yeah. I say that, that's my exact. I think that's pretty. The only thing I'm switching around is I'm putting No Way Home in front of Shang-Chi. So, but our, our top three are pretty much the same except for the last one. 
Yeah, and the thing is, is they, they could kind of bounce. The, yeah. the third one's, uh, it toggles. Depends I, on my mood. I just love that, you know, for me, it's just... And now, mind you, I loved these other two films, and the fact that Wakanda Forever is so leaps... And you know, I don't watch movies twice. I, gener- yeah. I generally don't watch movies twice. That's why I was surprised. I have a feeling that I know why you saw that movie twice, but still. I, yes, but normally, because, you know, someone will ask and you'll be like, oh, I already saw it. And they'll be like, oh, never mind. This time I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm going. And then when we were there, you're like, did you already see this? I said, yeah, but I'm going. I want to, and it cleared up so many things for me. But um, the introduction, one thing I didn't realize coming back to Wakanda is the first time when, when they were talking on the beach and she said, hey, I have something to tell you about your brother. I totally forgot she said that. And then Namor comes out of the water and yeah. interrupts her. And I was like, oh, she was going to talk about her her curse grandson. I didn't even think of I just forgot she said it. I was like, oh, she was going to tell her then about her grandson. And I was like, she just didn't get a chance to. I And I'm like, that's such a throwaway line that I'm shocked Kugler would have rem- thought people were going to, rem- or if he was just like, oh, they're going to see it multiple times and it'll click with them later. Bingo, Steven. That's the thing. I think this movie is actually made for you to see it twice. For sure. No question. No question. And I've heard this from a lot of people. You know, I liked it a lot better the second time around. Yep. And for me, I think, you know, I'm going to take away the loud guy because he was gone within 10 minutes of the movie starting. But the first time I saw that movie, I was absorbing all. I was, I was fucking Lisa Lisa, dude, lost in emotion. <laughs> in <this movie. laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was in it. Really yeah. All of the feels that this movie is supposed to do. The second time around, I was able to kind of, you know, I felt it. Yes. But I was able to move it to the side and start paying attention to the plot and just how cool the technology is. And, and oh, I got a question for you. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just appreciated the movie a lot more. I bet you I know what your question would be, but I'm gonna wait till you ask it. Go ahead. I'll ask you now, actually, and I bet you don't, but maybe you do. What did you think of the Midnight Angels? Oh, I thought you were going to say someone else. Um, I'm the one. I love the Midnight Angels. I thought 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 they they looked dope. I've heard people say they look like bugs. They do, but I like bugs, so it worked for me. I thought that was a really cool outfit. I didn't even knew it flew until she was just like, all right, plan B. And they come coming out. I'm like, hey, look at them flying across the... Here's the thing, though. The only... Th- I love the outfit, but at that point, it was too late. When they showed underwater how many people there were there, I'm like, well, y'all should have been there like ages ago. <laughs> y'all should have been helping a long time ago because it is a done... This beating is already happening. But I, I love the midnight. How about about you? Oh, I thought they were cool. Now... I didn't really have any familiarity with them. I had seen pictures of the Midnight Angels before. Oh. But it was like a long time ago, and I didn't even think that they were going to pop into this movie. So it really wasn't in my head. But as soon as she said Midnight Angel, I went, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. So I went and I looked back afterwards, and I looked at uh, some of the comic, you know, uh, not strips, but like the, uh, come on, cells, the frames, you know what I mean? And uh, very close, dude. I think I did a really good job of bringing that from the page. But I think that the face, the helmet, you know, the face shield of the Midnight Angels reminded me of that cat in Hellboy. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, homeboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fish guy. I can't remember his name. I was trying to look it up right now. But, yeah. It kind of yeah, does. It totally does. Kind of has that look to it a little bit. I Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. Little Guillermo del Toro kind of an accent to it. I, I really wish they would give him a Marvel movie, but I'm going to leave it alone. Um Oh, oh, they hey, did. Real quick, though, yeah. real quick, though, uh, since we're talking about Guillermo, nothing about Guillermo, but it kind of brings me into the realm of horror. Give Ryan Coogler a horror movie. Oh, dude. Because 
That underwater shit oh, was dude. brilliant. That's the thing, dude. Ryan Coogler's eye continues to improve. I mean, you know what I mean? And I bet you, I bet you, if this movie had come out before Aquaman, that DC would have been like, James who? Oh, for sure. They would have given yeah. Coogler. I don't James Wan to hire you. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and done. go with Ryan Coogler instead. <laughs> nicely done. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I loved how when she turned around and all you see is the broken wire. I think the only thing that it made me think of is that is the most brutal death because of how far down they are. That means yeah. he was literally sucked out of his machine. What it was Just crushed to whatever hole was available. But yeah. hey, hey, mess, hey, hey, you mess around, you find out sometimes. That's right. That's life. That's right. But shouldn't have been down there, dude. And I thought that that was actually a cool little nod to, like, I don't even know if it was intentional, but I think it was a cool nod to just how, as humans. We just ruin everything. We ruin everything, dude. We just ruin fucking everything. I mean, I mean, think about it right now. You've, you've, I'm sure you've heard about. It. I don't know the name of it, but there's that uh, asteroid apparently that's out there somewhere that's just chock full of minerals oh, and, Jesus, and gold, and oh, dude, and you just over. know it's a matter of time until like TikTok, Elon bro. wants to get up there and take a chunk of that, TikTok, you know. Bro. And so I mean, I'll get off of that. But my point being is that it just shows like the true ugliness of humanity, absolutely, and, and how it's just all about greed and war and power and control. And it also shows how a Namor is not one of these. I'm gonna. Bring him, bring the French people back to court and let them stand trial. He's like, oh, they would have never made it out of our place. Yeah, we yeah. kill people. We don't You're do this. You're certainly whole- a nicer person than I am. <laughs> exactly. You know, they're underwater. No, we're not going to be like, go tell your masters not to do this. They're like, no, 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 no. We were sending you back peopleless, two people less than were there before. That's life. And then we're going to kill your whole ship. I I thought it was just like it showed Namor is, you know, and the thing is, I think it's because, oh, no, I'm TikToking until a war happens. So this is just, you know, getting my feet wet because I'm coming to war with all y'all very soon. I, I yeah. just thought it was freaking brilliant. And I will say I was shocked when he came out of the water because I was like, he doesn't look intimidating. And the funny thing is, I wasn't intimidated by him until the war in Wakanda. When I saw what he could do, I said, Lord, have mercy. He's- I knew he was all business when she's like, if you don't give me back my daughter, I'm going to tell the world about you. And he just like leans in real calmly. Bruh. He's like, you tell the world about us. I'm going to kill your daughter. And then I'm going to come back here and I'm going to kill you too. Just straight face. Like, and then she looked at him like, oh, he's crazy. He's a real one. <laughs> He is, and he followed up. And here's the problem: she didn't tell anybody, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm killing you anyway." Yeah, that's just what things have to happen sometimes. And the thing is, I think it was him killing her and him looking at Shuri, knowing she's like, "He's like, you're the queen now. Now it's all on your shoulders. You know what I'm capable of doing. I took you down there and showed you what I have to lose. So just think about that. Am I willing to do what I say? You done seen it." Love it. Makes me think of something, Steve. I'm going to go a long way for a little joke, Steve. Okay. When your mother just died and gets washed with the tide, that's Namora. Thank you very much. Oh, I thought there was more. No, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, of course he's going to do like a few verses. I told you, I'm just going a long way for a little joke. Hey, it, worth it. Worth Thank it, you. Man. I loved it. I loved it.
Appreciate it. But yeah, I I, I enjoy. Did you know that their wa- their masks were made of water? Everything I thought. Well, outside of the vibranium, I thought everything had some type of a water base to it. That is brilliant, dude. That is <laughs> you know brilliant. Speaking of those masks, I'm such a germaphobe that when Okoye, <laughs> excuse me, not Okoye, when Shuri, I knew it, asks to go uh-huh. to to uh, Talakan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Atuma takes his mask off and puts it on her. Yes. I'm glad I wasn't the only one, but I, I heard like four or five in the theater. It's water. Because <laughs> you know that mask was stinky, bro. Gee, they're in water. No, they're not breathing our nasty air. Breath, man. I'm sorry. It's a breath thing. They don't have breath. They're in, how do you know, Steve? Because they're in water. Have you ever talked to a telecon? They explain how they're like, we breathe water. We can't breathe in the... They didn't say, so we don't have stinky breath. Bro. I'm just saying, Steve, Bro. that's what I thought of I don't other people did, breath. too. I know that of all the ears that are listening to this right now, someone else thought that shit. Oh, for too. sure. For sure. Now, I will say um, there were uh, there were, this is one of those moments that the, the both crowds I was in, like, made an audible noise is when they were fighting. Uh, um, Okoye was fighting. Mm-hmm. What was his I name? I know where you're going. What was his name? Atuma? Yes. And he pulls her into the pole. Bro. The whole crowd, both times were like, ooh. Everyone wins. Yeah. Because he, I think he dislocated her arm. He sure did. Sure. Because it looked like it. Because I know, I saw her do something where she kind of like pops yep. it back into place. Yep. Or, dude, Okoye got the worst out of everyone dude, in this movie. Dude. I think Okoye got it worse. Like she got, <laughs> she got stripped of her duties. Uh-huh. She was just trying to take the princess out to get her over her brother dying. Loses Shuri. And then gets her ass beat. She gets capped on uh-huh. for being a ball-headed demon. And yes. then even Riri, who we haven't even talked about yet, starts talking about her. And she said, called her ashy. Yeah, her ashy <laughs> bald head. And the thing is, like, I think it changed the way Okoye thought. Because she believed she was the dopest fighter yeah. on the planet. And Atuma was like, wrong, wrong. And came in and handled that freaking... Like, he was a problem for... He was, like, he kind of took it easy at first. And then she's got him on the cheek and he's like, huh, you're not bad until yeah. I get to pulling your arm out of socket, honey. I loved how he did that cla- like, like classic Kung Fu move. Not even Kung Fu. Sometimes like a swordsman type he of a thing. He pushes the sword back to he her. He pushes the spear back to her. Because it's not fair. He's like, if you don't have this. Yeah. Well, to me, it felt like you're a worthy opponent. Let's yeah. get this. Let's do it. But then also, I love how he picked up her spear and kind of twisted it around and he was unimpressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, huh. This is what you're using against your boy, though? I thought it was great. And, but I also loved how, uh, is it Namora? Yes. She wanted, she's like, why aren't you killing people? Like, what is happening right now? Like, why are you having fun with this woman? Kill her. Yeah, she even punked Namor. Yes. Towards the end, too. She's like, my whole life was based on fighting alongside you. And then you go and do that? Because she's like, you do know that we are killing we normally kill people i don't think she understands the dope thing about her saying why haven't you killed her why are you taking so long that shows that he was holding back she knew it too she's like why haven't you just killed her yet and i just think he was like oh, this is a fun I'm not, i haven't fought anyone that's this fun sometimes a cat can play with its food dude that means he could have killed her right off if he wanted to I have no doubt about that. That's no why question. I want to see the Talakans come back and we can actually see more of a display of their strength. Let's put them up against someone that's not human. 
Now you know? that here's the thing. I don't think they're like Okoye beat him at the end because she's like, I have to up my game. Right. But I don't think like Atuma can't mess with Thor. I don't know, man. No, no. They're stronger in water. They're stronger. That was proven. I know, but Thor is not going to go into water to beat them. How do you know? You don't know Thor. I, because if he's, okay. I fancy a good swim. If Shuri knows Thor, she's going to be like, hey, before you fight, let me tell you, even though you're not known for swimming and fighting things, just don't do that. Fight him out here. And he has lightning, which is going to for sure dry them out. He has lightning. That's a terrible thing for water. Are they prone to electrocution? Being that they have electronic technology below. Is it electronic? Well. Because somehow he made, he made the, uh, with vibranium, he made the sky glow, that sun. So it's all vibranium based. Yeah. But I mean, there's got, I don't know. Who, what do I know, Steve? I can't put a radio back together. I don't know. I got to holler at him. I'm going to hit him up. Do me a favor. <laughs> Let me know. Have him text me. <laughs> I'll text him. Give me, get back to me. How do you make that sun happen? <laughs> Holla. Uh, let's talk about Riri, man. What did you think? Oh, man. Okay, number one, she was good, but if I had to choose a weakest link, Mm -hmm. it would be Riri. Yeah, I think so. And I think that she wasn't really put in there to to be the star. I think she was there for like the lighthearted scenes, yep. a little bit of comic relief, but they didn't do it at her expense. And hey, she's kidding. She's getting a show. Just wanted to introduce yeah, you. Yeah, she's getting a show. Yeah, so they got to fill. And the same thing with Everett Ross. I think that Everett Ross, he, whereas he didn't feel like he was shoehorned into the story, he didn't really need to be in the story. You know, no. they could have done without Everett Ross, but I think that he's there solely to push something forward. I'm not sure if it's going to be... Uh, what is it like secret invasion? Maybe uh, you know what's funny. I'm not sure which one he's funny going to be in, but I mean, that. I feel like that's the case with him. I know that. Um, I, what I do love about them bringing these people into this movie is the fact that we don't have to deal with a, an origin story in the TV shows. They're like, okay, we're not going to do that because you already seen the movie. I love that. Right. But we actually got two origin stories for the price of one, Steve. We did in this movie. We did. We got a Riri and the more. Oh, excuse me. Three origin stories. Oh, what else? Shuri. Oh yeah. I don't think she's going to be because now that we know that she's not going to be the Black Panther for long cuz there is an heir apparent. So she's not going to be that for long. She can go back cuz there's one thing she does really 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 well is be smart. <laughs> so she can go back to working on someone's co- a costume and kind of being an auntie dude. But who taught her all of that technology? Her brother. And that science. So beautiful. So that's what I'm saying. She could she could very well still be Black Panther for at least for another while. decade. Yeah, and just, at least a decade. Now, th- I heard that it's supposed to be. Um, I'm mind you, I'm not a comic reader. So, who are the Thunderbolts? You know what? You're asking the wrong guy, man. I'm sorry. Okay, because I'm not familiar with them. Uh, I don't know who all are in the Thunderbolts, and I think that the Thunderbolts that uh, again, someone's probably rolling their eyes at me right now, but I think the Thunderbolts that are gonna, that we're going to get in the MCU are actually different than what they have in the comics. So, I'm not entirely sure. Speaking of the Thunderbolts, that's probably where Everett Ross is coming in. I wouldn't and be Valentina. surprised. I wouldn't. Oh, man. How did you like? Okay. She's good, dude. She's I fine. know She eats scenery. When I first saw Valentina, I was like, uh, originally, I yeah. can't remember what show. Was it? Uh, it was on um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. I think. Or was it Black Widow? Either way, when I first saw her, I'm like, ah, okay. I like her. That's Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> See, I've you never seen I mean? Seinfeld, so I don't. I only know her. That's from wild, the, but I believe you one hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I I tried to watch an episode. I'm just like, it's not my thing. But I like. Yeah, no, I feel you. I liked uh, her in um, Veep. 
So when I see when I whenever I watch her, I'm like, I think Veep. I've never seen an episode of Veep. So good. And, but and but she did well though. She's I think great. she's actually a, a nice touch. I, I enjoy her because you get like the serious crime that that's going to happen or the 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 bad doings of people, but you also see like that comedic side of her. Too. Absolutely. And I love how she's not dumb. Where he's like, I haven't been talking. She's like, Come on, dude. You think I'm just going to lay beads on the bridge and not see? Come on. Yeah, they were bugged. Fool. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Am I stupid for real? And the thing is, I was married to you, so I know how dumb you are. That's the only reason I bugged him is because I know you'd pick him up. And sure enough, I mean, and the thing is, I should have known when she heard that weird sound that she knew it wasn't a phone. She's like, is that a new ringer? Yeah. She's not dumb, dude. She, that was, no. it was really actually a smart uh, runaround. Um, I was going to actually ask you something. Um, oh, you know what part I love that you just were talking about is I love that Akoya was fired. When she ran down the list of things she had done in the past, I'm like, yeah. She totally should be fired. She's messed up a grip. I was like, this ain't the union. union. Let's get her out. She's like, remember when you followed Killmonger and I had to go groveling to the Jabari? Get the deuce out of my office. She said, I am done. Done, dude. And I get it. I get it dude get on you didn't feel bad for her though no she knows she had nothing but love no she screwed up too many times like (laughs) after that first time where she followed killmonger i'm surprised she wasn't just like you know what i see what you were saying you're like wakanda has rules but note to self you know what i'm saying note to self you're one of those elections stolen yeah i get you all right no problem (laughs) i feel you hey do you think because they kind of brought him up do you think daniel kaluuya is going to come back for black panther 3 i i hope not they never said where he was I hope not, dude. I'm assuming was he, because he he essentially turned against T'Challa. Yes, I think so they exiled him, right? They exiled him, yeah, or imprisoned him or something like that because yeah. they said that he was at least he was at least somewhere. I forgot how she put it. She said, "There's somewhere you can visit him." Yes, yeah, somewhere you and can visit. And that's so him. real. Be like, "Where's my son?" Can't visit him. She was done with her. Therefore, you're fired. Get out. And she's like, "Get on your feet. Like don't grovel." Like, get on your freaking feet. Look at you. And I, was, I, I thought it was smart. I think I think maybe, um, I don't know, man. She really screwed up quite a few times as, as you know, when she was, she was laying down the law, dude. I'm like, yeah, you have screwed up a lot, Okoye. Like, a lot. You might have to dip. <laughs> yeah, you might. We might need to know. You're like person. Okoye's friend. Like, look, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. <laughs> You did do these things. <laughs> Let's just be real. As your steward, I would suggest you say As nothing. your steward. As your union steward. <laughs> She's making some wild points right now. Proceed. Queen Ramonda is expecting you in her office, and she's saying that you can bring me as a representative. And then I'm the one that turns where she's like, and you did this. And I'm like, hey, yo, you did. You did. <laughs> Caucus, we got to go outside and talk real quick. <laughs> Yeah, you know you done fucked up, right? She's totally right. <laughs> yeah, dude. But she, I think whoever's decision to let Ramonda fire her, it's it's brilliant because she's like, yeah, do you think that this person would still be employed? Like, how would you let someone tell? But again, when she was telling, like, oh, these people, you see how unimpressed Ramonda was? When she was oh, like, yeah. and then they, they came back to life and then they were underwater. She might as well have been like <laughs> side-eyeing her chewing gum at the same exactly. time. Exactly. She's like, <laughs> so what you're saying is my daughter's not with you, right? Yeah. 
all this being said. Everything that you said so far relates <laughs> to my daughter not being here with exactly. you. Exactly. Because you had said you would protect her, right? Or yeah. no. And fish people have her now. Cool. Done deal. <laughs> I am just sort of jumping out of place here, but I just want to give a, uh, some props to a line that Namor says. And that's when he does, again, spoilers if you haven't heard already, when he, if you're still here, what the hell are you doing? Exactly. But anyway, he, when he kills Ramonda, he's flutters up to that window with his yep. ankle wings and he's like you did this yep you're queen now uh-huh that was just so vicious dude because he you know again we're saying he's kind of like this anti-hero and, and he has good reason for protecting his people Absolutely. that's really it but he tells him he's like look we can be cool like he was very charming when he yeah, took absolutely. her down there he was even kind of messing with her a little bit messing with Shuri when he's like oh yeah well if you want to go see the capital you know, you could you would get down there, but you would die of hypothermia. Your blood would go toxic, and the weight of the pressure would crush you instantly. Or you could wear the suit. You know, he's that's talking a, with that's he's, another he's, place where all the crowd laughed. All both places that I was. Yeah, and I liked that because it was like he was fucking with her. He was trying to show her, look, we can be cool. Yeah. We can be allies. I'm a cool person. I'm actually yeah. a really I'm a good dope dude. Person. Yeah, and I respect that yes. because it's like I could see that I try to be a good dude too in real life. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not comparing myself to Namor, of course, but I'm saying. Don't fuck with my family. That's it. and Because the game's going to change. Yeah, and he didn't even change his tone. She's like, what happens if I say no? He's like, hey, yo, I'm going to have to kill y'all, though. Yeah. Like, that's what happens if you say no to me for real. I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's fucked up, but I didn't make these rules, man. There's just rules that are made. Hey, I got to go because somebody's blowing on that joint. But yo, listen. <laughs> Just Someone's consider- got me on the conch. I'll be right back. <laughs> but listen, think about what I said, though. <laughs> Remember, for a little bit. Just think about that. To, to you know, to to put it together, you either follow or you die. I'll be back, though. He goes in the water. <laughs> <laughs> he was so nice. I know it's crazy. You see the peace sign come up out of the water. Deuces, deuces. <laughs> and she's like, "Did he just say he was gonna kill me?" I felt, I love that Shuri was like, when, when number one, Nakia should be, I mean, I'm shocked they didn't give her the Panther suit because she's the one Could that. Could you imagine what that would look like, bro, Steve? Bro, stop. Bro, stop. You know what? It's good that she I'm didn't. I'm sorry. It's good that she didn't. I'm sorry to take it there, but Lord have mercy. By the end of it, everybody would be like, she had the Panther suit? We didn't even notice. She just looked amazing. But yes, yeah, she came in. And she killed that. And she was like, oh, we got to save her. And Nikita was like, I killed this girl. She just ain't dead yet. That's a lethal round right there. And I, I think Namor, as soon as he saw her, he had made his decision. Because oh, <laughs> Namor was like, yes, see? <laughs> you see yeah. how they are? But here's the yeah. problem. I'm shocked Namor was like, yeah, I see how they are. We had her in captivity and they rescued her. That's what people do. But he didn't think that way. He's like, uh-uh, when you're in captivity, you leave them in captivity. You don't come getting them from me. And yeah. that and was And on top it. of that, you're trespassing. Exactly. And also, I lo- I'm i shocked that, uh, I'm sure he was even more offended because he's like, hey, yo, how did she find us? Like, how did she even do that? I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. Exactly. But like, I got into their area and now they're into m- That's another reason why Okoye was, why uh, Ramonda was so mad at Okoye. Because she warned her about homeboy. She's like, dude has feet that fly. So just be careful. Okay. And then she comes back. He's like, yo, dude, he sent people to us. She's like, "Mm mm-hmm. You mean like how I said to watch out? Okay. You're fired. I love that they brought her back, though, for that spy aspect. 
Dude, she was amazing. She was amazing. And the fact that she, I should have known she knew Spanish. Lupita knew Spanish because she was just running through it too easily. Well, Lupita. Man, she was just like, and I was like, man, she's really like. You're having this deep thought and I'm all, oh, you got glasses on now? Are we role playing? What are we doing over here, Lupita? (laughs) She looked like a great, yeah, she looked, I was, I would have been like. If I was walking in that village, she would have been like, hello, I need your help. I'm like, oh, you're looking for Namor? He's down there. Now let's have a talk. You know what I'm saying? But, dude, it was that. I Mind you, I didn't do my homework. Uh-huh. Did someone create that language? Uh, I don't want to say for sure, bro, but I, I, they did mention something that it was an old Mayan dialect. I mean, I, I just am impressed at the long dialogue they were using and doing it perfectly. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's an actual dialect or not. But. I mean, it, it was convincing. It was very convincing. I again, I loved the whole the whole thing with with uh, why Namor was doing what he was doing. It was like someone said they put it on the Thanos, the, where you're just like, I get it. Do I agree? Would I do the same thing he does? Probably not. But with Namor, it's closer for me. I'm like, I think I would if I knew that it was either my family that I have put together because he's like a family with that, with, with those folks underwater. Yeah. He referred to it with that one that was dying as my child. Exactly. If it's between them and everyone else where everyone else watch out because I'm coming. That, I get it. So I'm on Namor's side in general. You team Namor? I'm team Namor. Well, except for when, when he finds out, she's like, Hey, the kid you wanted to kill is a college student. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. It's an unfortunate situation. <laughs> it's a real shame she ended up doing that. Sometimes people are just too smart for their own good, though. You know what I'm saying? It's I know. I still got to kill her, though. Anyway. up, right? I know. <laughs> I almost didn't sleep last night thinking about this shit. <laughs> he was still down to kill her. He's like, yeah, I'm going to have to do that. You're not going to. But I thought it was cool that Shuri was like, well, then I'll stay. She goes and I'll stay. He's like, oh, no, no deal. I'm- yeah, because I was thinking, even I was thinking like, okay, how is that the same? It's not the same. Yes, you're a very smart person, but you're not looking for the vibranium. She is. She's going to do it again. She's the one that made it. Even though she wasn't looking for exactly. it, the government got a hold of it. Again, just, just showing how ugly the government is. The genie had already been let out of the bottle, basically. And here's the thing. If I'm Namor and she's like, I'm going to stay. And then, uh, you know, and then Riri can go up. I was like. So you're telling me the government can't do anything to her to make her give up that information? Nothing. You don't think they're capable of taking a 19-year-old into some black site yeah. and getting that information from her? Well, even Shuri thought that. That's true. Because at the very end, she's like, hey, look, that's a great design, but I can't let you take that suit out of Wakanda. Sorry. No. And also, for, for me, everything... Like, Coogler made sure that the movie was as smart, if not smarter than us, where it's like, it's never a thing where, like, I would never do that. No, everything they do is logical. Every single move they make, they're like, oh, I could see myself doing that. Yeah, it might not be the decision that you come up with, but it's something that you would consider. Totally. Even even when uh, M'Baku, when he jumps and hits dude on the back of the... I would have done that same thing, but like, oh, because his back looks totally like it's wet, it's smooth, it's gonna hurt. And he just didn't realize it's, like, made of steel, dude. That was a tough ki- that was a tough hit to the stomach. Now, the funny thing is there was a there is a um clip online. They're like the death of Mbaku. They thought that people like outside the theater thought that that was his death. And I was like, "Oh, I could see myself if I would have watched this YouTube clip, I would have thought that he died cuz that was a brutal hit." Hey, it would have been very moving. It would have been 
So, if he would have died with that punch, that would have been a super emotional moment. Here's the problem. This is one of the other things that I'm like, really? When Ramonda died, I just thought it was too much, dude. I'm like, really? Now she What's died? What's too much about it? Because it's, it's Black Panther died. Now, after, while we're getting kind of emotionally through that sort of, then you take her mom? I was like, come on, man. How much, how much can True. we take? And, and, and these are all things that are obviously, you know, contemplated prior to script Absolutely. writing. But the thing was, it's like, it takes her, it takes Shuri's character form. Oh, it strips her of everything. Everything. Like, and makes her, okay, you know, you just went from being like Wakanda's top scientist and the princess. So you got some clout already. So we're not going to take that away from you. But now guess what? You're running everything. That's and you true. have no guidance. That Except is for Mbaku, true. who I thought was really cool that he made that promise to T'Challa. Yes. And you're upset. And the thing is, I get, like, that's where she turned from having, she would have seen T'Challa in her dream to now she's going to see Killmonger. And what did you think of that, Steve? I loved it, dude. The whole crowd. Here's the funny thing. The people that were way more enthusiastic about the whole movie, both theaters were happy. But Clovis was bonkers, dude. I'm like, are we, am I in a theater reaction video? Is this what we have right now? Every person that came on screen, dude. They're like, yeah. When they saw Killmonger, I was like, oh, he's a star. Like, people want more of this guy. When they show, when he said, hey, co- hey, little cousin, people went bonkers, Jay. Bonkers. I thought it was such a good move. And I love how he had his leg up, so you couldn't really tell who it was until it was all the way revealed. But if you watch it the second time and you know it's there, you see the top of his head. Oh, I didn't know over that. The, over the throne, yeah. But you know what I kept thinking? Huh. I could never pull off that sweater. I said, this fucking guy looks good right now, man. You have to have a, a lot of upper upper chest. Yeah, you, you got to have them shoulders. Feet. Yeah. You have to have- I was like, I could never, never pull that off. But look, even dead, my man looks great. But it's cheating because he's filming Creed. And so he's already yeah. in, in tip top. But he, I thought he, his, for his <laughs> He comes role- on the screen. Hold on. He comes on the screen. And after the, the, the small scene that he's in, you know, it's like a slight quiet little pause. And, and Gail just leans over and she's like. Yeah, I think he's attractive now. <laughs> like she, like she had, hadn't shame. considered it before, For but shame. now she's feeling it. Hey, you know, here's the thing, man. He has a thing. Oh yeah, he's a good looking guy. People like Michael B. But when he when he uh, when he was showing, like, are you going to be no? Here's the funny part. I thought that was literally the end of their conversation until later they showed the rest of their conversation. I thought that was the end of their conversation. It was really so- Kugler is on a different level, dog. He's just different. And what's brilliant about it, Steve, is that this wasn't the original script, dude. Dude. So he had to take <laughs> he had dude. to take the original script, trash it, and rewrite it. And maybe that's what gave. Maybe it was one of those things where it's like, okay, well, I had certain aspects of this what I'm writing now in the original, but now I can actually improve on it, dude. It's- I don't know. I don't know exactly because why would you even think that way? It's it's just so puzzling to me that he was able to do that. It- like I said right at the beginning, he was able to take this script that should have failed. And made it even better. We have gotten two sequels. It's just in my opinion, yes. of course. Two sequels this year that were better than the original. Oh, for sure, dude. It's not only a beautiful story and you had to rewrite it and people are mourning on set. The dope thing about this cast is they brought in these new members like they were family. They're like, no, no, because it would be really easy to be like, I freaking, you know, Chad was not here. I'm not even really trying to fill these new, but they're like every person they talk to, to know Shuerta, they're like, oh, no, no, no. 
they brought us into a ready-made family and loved us into this family because they understood, hey, this guy is a representation of his people. We need to make sure that he, he's out. They supported him so much. And it, you see it. Like, they interact with him really well. Him and him, you can't have scenes like he and Shuri did without being able to, like, be friends, kind of. You know, yeah. you have to be able to bounce off each other. And you could tell, like, in interviews, there'll be times where she says something and he grabs her hand. I was like, oh, that's natural. They've been in the, when you come out of something like this with so much emotion, you come out different. You're bonded with these people now. I don't know if Tanoch will be okay with, because I was thinking, I don't want Cooler directing any more Marvel movies. That's what I was saying. I was like, he's too good now. He needs to do horror, like you said. He needs to do something that he wants at this point. Maybe he wants to, but if do other things because he's so brilliant. But maybe Tanoch might be like, dude, he brought this out of me. He brought Namor out of me. I kind of want to, st- I would totally understand if everybody's like, please, I'll wait for him to do the movie. Because who else could do a Namor movie like Coogler? I think Ryan Coogler, now I think this, I think Ryan Coogler is just as important to the MCU as the Russo brothers. No question. It's not even Absolutely, close. 100%. I think the Russo brother would say, let me tell you something, as directors, they probably caught things that we didn't. And they're like, did you see what he did right there? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. That's the thing. You know, like we talk about film and stuff like yeah. that, but I am not a film critic. Neither am I. And there's things I'm going to miss and there's things I'm not even going to think about. Yes. You won't hear me saying things like mise en scène. No. Like that, you know and the Russo brother probably look and be like, oh, my God, did you see that? Yeah. Did you see how he did that? On the professional level, they're seeing it. Absolutely. And, and the thing is, I looked up Wakanda in theater reactions. I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening again. Like, I forgot how many reaction moments there were. When she comes flying down that from as in the Black Panther outfit, comes flying yeah. down that. T- people go crazy. in the th- I'm like, oh, my God, this is a reaction movie. I just was so emotionally caught in that I couldn't react like the rest of Clovis were. Clovis was going crazy. I'm like, who are these people? Where, where did they, they? They came in ready for Wakanda. So much so that after the movie, standing ovation, Dan. They stood up and clapped. I never understood that, but I appreciate it. I think it was just, you go in thinking, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. And when they do that magic trick, your body responds that way. Like, yeah. oh my God, they just disappeared in the room. Like, why do they do this? And it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful, uh, well done. I, I would think if I, if I had a chance to, if there was anything, again, the weakest link it was just only Riri and Riri was st- so the weakest link. Riri was still good. I just if yeah. I had to choose something, it would be Riri. But she was still good. I think she's gonna be great in the show. I'm curious as if the cooler is he gonna even direct an episode or is he like? I'm sure he's like blasted, dude. After this, yeah, he's probably exhausted. Ex- I mean, because I'm sitting there looking and they're like, "Hey, here's the here's the um um." The movie premiere in Lagos. Here it is in Mexico City. I'm like, oh, dude, they all are flying everywhere. I think it's important that Shuri didn't give her the suit at the end of the movie because I think that's what's going to bring her back in the series. I think it's important that she works with Shuri. And I want to bring up Shuri right now because I, you know, we've talked all this. We've talked about her character. We've talked about Black Panther. We haven't talked about Letitia Wright's performance. And I'm curious how you feel about it. I think she carried the movie on her back dude her and namor they carried this movie and dude her emotional beats were so well done yeah 
her emotional, especially at the end on the beach. Oh my God, dude, did she do a good job? When I first saw her in Black Panther, throughout the whole Black Panther movie, I thought she was cool. I liked the character. You know, we see her come back in Endgame for just a little bit. But so you know that she has some some combat skills. But essentially, it was almost a comic relief. Even though she was like the, you know, she was the the provider of the technology and stuff. Absolutely. She was, you know, she gave those lines like, what are those? And all that kind of stuff in the movie. So I can imagine her going into the sequel kind of like knowing her role, where she's going to be. She's going to be the comic relief, or, you know, at least the uh, the comic relief slash the help that gets Black Panther through his current battle or whatever. Yes. And then Chadwick Boseman dies. Yes. And at some point, there had to be a conversation going on between her and Ryan Coogler where he's like, look, here's what I'm thinking. How about you carry this movie? That's a lot of fucking pressure. That's dude. a lot of pressure, dude. That is a shit ton of pressure. And I think she rose to the occasion. She killed it. Awesome. I mean, I, I really, she acted way better than I even knew she had the talent for, she even did. though I thought she was good. So I was like super impressed with her performance. I mean, I think a lot of the emotion that I felt came from Shuri. Oh, for sure. Dude, for sure. There's no question. I mean, it's, it's, I was shocked because you know, my thoughts on, you know, Letitia. Yeah. And that's why I, I wanted am- to know, like, like, sorry, but I just wanted to know this. Did you have any trouble putting that down? Because I, no, I just, I know, I was just like, oh was. no, this is this is Shuri. This is not, you know what I mean. I didn't want to think about stupid politics. If I'm being no, honest with you, I wanted to get lost in Wakanda. That is how good it was, and I will say, anything at this point, Leti- number one, obviously Letitia killed it. But the fact that Coogler brought it out of her, anything he does now, I'm there day one. You think she said, "What kind of fool do you think I am?" Oh my lord. Sorry. Jesus. That's two no, that's, shit jokes this, this I, episode. I can, I can do it, dude. That's okay. <laughs> you uh, can, you're like, I don't have to get blamed for those. You don't get the blame. <laughs> well, he is. He's 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 um gonna be directing or he's executive producing the Iron Heart show, which is good. He has Googler is? Un- yes. He oh, has nice. an untitled Wakanda project coming up. Um, but I want to see a series, Steve, on the Dora Milige. Milige. That would be great, wouldn't it? I wish I could just say the name, the Dora Milaje. Sorry about that. I got a question for you. Yeah. How many full-length movies has Ryan Cooler produced or uh, uh, directed? Uh, Okay, so we've got um, Green Something Station. Fruitville. Fruitville Station, sorry. He did Creed. Yes. Creed 2. No. Oh, and that was Sylvester Stallone that did that one, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. Black Panther, Mm -hmm. Wakanda Forever. Only four, dude. Two of which are almost billion dollar movies wow good for him <laughs> i said what you know what man we should really be paying attention uh sorry this is kind of like something like i guess tell you off of the mic yeah but we should really be paying attention to the theater situation here because remember last time black panther was rolling through theaters he came to fresno and did a q a oh yeah maya uh-huh so we need to be paying attention to that man because i do not want to miss that Angela Bassett was at a theater in LA. Wow. She just walked up front. She's like, so did y'all dig? They were like, what? She's like, I just wanted to say hi. Thank you for watching. Let me tell you something. They zoomed in on her during a normal day. Bro, she looks like that. That's just how she walks around. Yeah. Eyes, but yeah, so here, yeah, Coogler will show up. But I know, remember when um, uh, on Twitter, someone was like, Hey, there's someone that looks exactly like Ryan Coogler at River Park. And I was like, oh no, it's for real him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but, but you wouldn't think because you don't know his family's out or uh, his wife's family's here. 
you would not think that Kugler's going to be out here. But now if I see anyone that resembles him, I'm just going to have to offend somebody if it's not him. You know what? There might be a way for us to kind of find out if there is any advanced things going on because, uh, ladies oh. and gentlemen, we are going to be having one of the stuntmen back. Uh, one of the stuntmen from Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Precious Jenkins. He was on recently. Uh, he has said that he would love to come back on. I have not planned this yet, but it will be happening soon. Was he in Wakanda Forever? He was in Wakanda <laughs> Forever. If we do get our buddy, I can't wait to talk to him about how this is all. Obviously, you know, now that it's out, he can actually say a lot more. But right. there is so, like, okay, before we have to talk about the ending. Also, from now on, I'm looking at my, my, my son was like, you stayed for all of the credits? I'm like, yeah. He's like, just look up if there's a stinger. Yeah, come on, dude. Really? I stayed because I didn't want to, I didn't want to do, I wanted to be like, I know there's a stinger because, you know, but as someone else wrote in an article, they're like, it would be cheap. They just left on that amazing moment. Yeah. And they're like, they and coming up next. Like, it would be no. weird to throw in like Harry Styles or some shit, you know? Yeah, here's Dr. Do- yeah, I'm like, okay, you're right. Okay, I would have liked to see Dr. Doom though. I know, but it would have been like a commercial after. They hit every step the right way in this movie. Totally. They knew the moment. when it, Even when it said, for our friend, Chad. I was like, oh, That Jesus got me. Right. And I, that was the second me. time. On the second time, I'm like, ooh. Oh, for our friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Gail especially. She was like that, like that the lights went on and she might as well have been clapping. She's like, that was brilliant. She's like, that, that was, was just, just brilliant. brilliant. And the weird thing is, uh, you know how you know how Angela Bassett, as Ramonda said, I feel his hand on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, Ryan Cougar told that story. He's like, dude, one day I was directing and I felt his hand on my shoulder. So he put that in the movie. Yeah, but sure, he pretty much she cleared that up oh yeah she's like <laughs> that was just a construct of your mind like, let's it's move along bull crap. i wish though she would have been like shuri show him who you are yeah but see that kind of ties into what i was saying though i liked how she was just like jaded at that point no that's just a construct of your mind and totally. you didn't feel that and she would have still been jaded then if right. she didn't see her exactly. mom we know from the you know from a viewer's perspective perspective rather that the uh, ancestors do exist the ancestral yes. plane exists but she wasn't feeling that so, you know, I think she just had that whole switch over when she, obviously, when she lost her mom. And then she goes to the ancestor plane. And who does she see? And she gets kill the pep Monica. talk. And she just yep. came back ready to kill, dude. Kill. And because she's like, I guess that's what I'm supposed to do. Because I did go to the ancestor plane. It does exist. And he told me, what's up? Yeah. And, you know, for her to be like, I want to kill them all. And he's like, yeah, yeah, go do that. That's dope. And so she comes out and she's like, I'm ready to kill. But the dope thing is, I love the fact that Shiri, in her own mind, was hesitating. It wasn't just her mother. She wasn't doing it. She couldn't take a life yet. And her mom was like, hey, you already are there. Just show them who you are. I'm like, dang it. Because, I mean, dude, you already know. Namor wouldn't have even had like a... Would he have paused? He'd be like, no, I'm just killing you. We're not going to have a conversation. That's one of those things where you have to kind of just ignore it. Because, yeah, he, she should have been dead. But I'm glad that she paused. I was like, okay, I can't do that. I, I, taking a life, stabbing someone in the throat when they're down, it takes a person. <laughs> it takes a human being to be. Yeah. But he killed her mom, so it should have been easy. But it wasn't. Because remember, she started thinking, she started resetting everything. Like how it was before all this drama. You had a beautiful, I saw your city. I saw my city and we were all in peace. How about we do that? 
You know what I'm saying? And I know he thought the same thing, but he wasn't thinking the same thing. He was thinking, oh, you have far too much faith in humanity. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, sure. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You're safe in Wakanda. I breached your walls, but yeah. I just kind of swam through. (laughs) Speaking of breaching the walls in Wakanda, I love it pretty much at the beginning of the movie when they're flying back into Wakanda and they have those two guys that pop out and they're playing like water bongos to open up the gate. Yes. And Ben leans over to me. He's like, so we don't fuck with buttons anymore or what? <laughs> it's like, that is pretty extra to open up a gate. I do have to admit. I like that. The fact that those are the only, but here's the thing. I think in my brain, I might be wrong. Those gates go as deep as humanly possible, but I don't think that there's a limit to how far down, obviously no more can go. He's like, dude, I will go as far down deep as I need to, to get to breach your walls. She. God, there's just so much of this movie. I know that we're starting to run out of time, but it's like there's all these little things I keep thinking about. So I, I'm sorry to just kind of throw this one in here. No, no, no. Go ahead. But speaking of how he gets around, what did you think of the the I call them finding Nemo tunnels? I love those. I know so when cool. he was like, righteous, right. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured those turtles rolling exactly. through there, right? Righteous. Yeah, that was that was just a really cool thing. Again, man, James Wan could take a lesson. Like, oh, I'm curious. Dude. Obviously, yeah. the movie's already pretty much done, but I'm curious what Aquaman 2 will look like. Compared, I'm not going to hate on it. I'm talking about just technically, you know, how the movie comes out, how it's going to compare to the underwater scenes done. Because oh, everything dude. that they did in, in Wakanda Forever, dude, was dope. I mean, it the use of amazing. the whales. Yes, just dude. Everything. Those just, water bombs. Yeah, those water bombs were sick. Oh, almost was, they were almost my rating, but I went with bald headed demons instead. They were so good that when there was a bunch of them, we all felt the oh no. Yeah, when they had that big net full. Yes. Also, though, get better ships, dude. Y'all should be making ships out of vibranium. It's vibranium against vibranium. That's though. what I'm thinking. Maybe it's vibranium on the water joints, too. Yeah. Yeah, I for didn't sure. think about that. You know what? Y'all need a better thing than vibrating. Strengths are matched. Hey, just a couple more thoughts, man. I don't okay. know how much time you have, but I just oh. I just want to make sure that I get these out. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember me talking about in Endgame how they had a use of, I felt that they sort of had shoehorned in the whole like female team at the end. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about, right? Yes. I-, I felt that this movie was the best representation of, a, and I'm talking about in the MCU, of a female cast that, where it didn't feel forced. Like this is a female led movie and they just did it fantastic. It didn't feel like they were doing things for this. Like, in other words, what I'm saying is in, in Endgame, I felt like, okay, that's cool. I see your intentions and I understand that that's a good intention you're doing, but it just felt forced. This did not feel forced whatsoever. Not at all. Not at all. And you know, and I, I think that's awesome that they were able to carry it on the flip side. That's why I wanted to kind of reverse what I was about to say. I feel that it would have been great if we saw Umbaku used a little bit more in the movie. It's not a knock towards the movie. It's not even really a critique. But personally, I think it would have been better than just the comic relief that we got. And just a little, you know, some peppering of action in there. Because think about it, man. I was I couldn't help but think about this. When, when they went back to the U.S. and they got Riri, how awesome would it have been to have them bring Umbaku along and they're doing like this fish out of water thing with him? Because he's funny. Here's the problem. I know it would have been dope, but he can't fit in anywhere. But that's the point of it. That's where the comedy comes in. Maybe they didn't want to go too lighthearted, you know, or maybe it just wasn't, you know, if that's a stupid idea, Dan, and we shouldn't have put that in there because the movie's just fine on its own. Well, because, I mean, they're like, the goal is for us not to gain attention to let the whoever know that we're here. 
Yeah. Because he's like, there's eyes everywhere. If right. M'Baku walks up, they're gonna be like, who in the world? That's true, but that's how the movie's written. I'm just saying, yeah. if there's if there's somewhere out there, there's a script where he's there, I bet you it's pretty goddamn funny. Because oh, it sure. would have been great to see him in a fish out of water situation. If they would if they could convince M'Baku to leave Wakanda and go to the I'd be shocked. He seems very comfy where he's at. I love when the Jabari get like offended and they go, ooh, 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 exactly. He's like, ooh, this brother looking at me, bro. This motherfucker, what did he just say? What? <laughs> It's like this dude right here, bro. But yeah, I, lo- I loved. Also, I think the story arc, every time I think about it, it's like a, a, a game of Jenga. I'm like, Coogler, if you would have taken one piece out, one, it would have crumbled. I don't know how you work under that pressure and still come up with a product. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And that's part of why I feel this is just a better movie. You it know, it's, and again, no fanboy shade towards the original. It's just that the original movie, we had no idea what Chadwick Boseman was going through the entire yeah. time he was filming for the MCU. We had no idea what he was going through. This only came out when they no were filming. No one this knew. Movie, or you know, after they were filming this movie. Right? Yeah. So I just think that you can't take something like that. I'm repeating myself. What I was trying to say is I just don't think that you can take something like that every single time and make a better movie. But yet they did it. They did it. It was. And oh, now I want to ask you a question. Where do you think now that we met Toussaint, a.k.a. Uh, young Tashala, what do you think his what happens next? I think he goes on to become corn boy. <laughs> he was adorable, <laughs> wasn't he? Cool. What if it was? No, that would have been corny. As well. That would have been great if it was corn boy. But uh, in all seriousness, like, you know, maybe this is because I'm like a dad. Let the kid grow up a little bit. Let him enjoy his life. I mean, they clearly took him away from all that with the intention of him never being a prince or him never being, even though he did refer to himself as Prince T'Challa at the, you know, at the end of the movie. And T'Challa made that choice to bring him away from that so he didn't have to grow up that way. So I think it's only fair to let him watch from the sidelines, let him grow. You know, he's going to be aware of what's going on because he is a prince, but he doesn't necessarily need to get out there fighting yet. I mean, let the kid turn 18 years old before you throw him out there or at least get him to like Peter Parker's age. No, that's real, dude. That's you real. Know, he's let, a kid. let him grow. Let him grow up a little bit. Um, but we'll always know he's there. But that means that Nakia is not going to be able to be in many because she's got, like, she can't be a big part in a bunch of films because she is there taking care of her child. She's a mom. And that's okay. She only went back to help them because of the stakes. Because Shuri was gone. She had pretty much said, she even, you know, she used that line that's been said in a lot of movies before, but I didn't feel it took away from anything. She's like, I was a different person then. Nope. She did say that. And she said, you guys lost T'Challa. I lost everything. Yeah. I said, oh, geez, dude. Like, he was my everything. I was a cute little kid, though, man. Oh, it was just adorable. He said, your name's pretty cool, too, I guess. I guess. So <laughs> adorable. But I thought it was, I love how they just ended in silence. Mm-hmm. And you, it began in silence and it ended in silence. And I th- thought it was beautiful. This movie, dude, I, I you remember, I don't rewatch many things. So I'm going to, I'm probably going to, you know, when it comes out, wherever it comes out, probably Disney Plus. I'm going to so, so watch this movie again. And yeah. hopefully it doesn't get me as bad as it got me the second time. Because the second time was even worse. Like it got me really bad, but Clovis, I got to give props, man. They, uh, the love was felt, man. I don't, I should really just, I'm going to keep that. 
as an audio sample because you're a changed man, Steve. I'm we not, won't get into why, but you're a changed man when it comes movie, to the movie. The movie going public, <laughs> I, that for Wakanda Forever specifically, and maybe, you know what? Probably they were full in Fresno, so they had to come from Fresno to Clovis to watch the movie. Well, That's, I think from now on, I'm going to start going to Clovis to watch my movies because there's a whole dynamic I got to get away from. Dude, no, I think it's you, bro. It's not me. Well, it could be. Where did you go see the movie? At the the newest theater in town. Well, that's your fault, dude. You got to go to Manchester. Manchester doesn't, they don't have those folks. This usually doesn't happen in Marvel movies, though. This was going to a movie on a a Thursday night at nine o'clock. That was my problem. Was he, what what, what race was he? Uh, He was Hispanic. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) like I said at the beginning of the show, go back and listen to what I've said. (laughs) What a coincidence, dude. You have said that. I'm going to keep it positive on this one. but How yeah. old was he? I would say 20. Oh, I didn't even finish telling you what happened. What happened? So after the fries, right, the one guy who I think got stuck with him, like they yeah. probably got in line together. And, and I got the feeling, like my son and I were talking about it, that this dude didn't really care for him, but they both needed to either go to the bathroom. I get it. Or get a drink or yeah. something like that, right? Uh-huh. So they ended up being stuck and lost together. As soon as they found their person, the dude got up. It was like again, it was really funny that these people didn't like a whole row of ten people didn't say shit and they were right behind him. But they went, they got the first guy, the one that wasn't so obnoxious, got, gets into his seat. So the other guy, I'm thinking, is going to go right. He eventually did, but he's sitting there and he's talking to himself, dude. He's just like Oy. he just wants to be heard, basically. Yeah. I see the guy in front of me, the the other guy, he puts his hand up and I hear like ruffling, like, you know, ruffling in his pocket. And the dude next to me hands me a box of candies. Like, can you hand this to him? I go, yeah, yeah, here. And I handed it to the guy. And I'm thinking, okay, this has got to be it. Like 30 seconds later, I'm getting hit in the oh, arm with, with a bag on. of Starburst. Like if you're holding the bag of Starburst at the top of it, you know, where it's all flappy. <laughs> yeah. And then you're using the weight to get someone's attention. Pop, pop. He's hitting me Dude. in the arm with this fucking Starburst. And he's all, here you go, man. Give this to your party. Eat this with your party. Or no, share this with your party. And I'm all, no, dude, I'm good. Thank you very much, though. He's like, share it with your party. I go, no, I'm good. He goes, and then he goes, share it with your party. I'm like, hey, you need to fucking chill out, dude. And then he chilled out. (laughs) But I'm like, I'm going to get in a fucking fight, and I'm probably going to get beat up. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) There was no heart-shaped herb waiting for me, Jack. I was going to get my ass beat if this guy went nuts on me, but... I'm a lover, not a fighter, Steve. Kind of, how do you freaking get these people? I don't know, but it's it's just it's a it's an epidemic in Fresno. Maybe you should start sitting at the top toward the aisle. That's where I sit. <laughs> That's my spot. But it was taken. No, I was well, I was like two in. No, basically. you gotta go top corner. I couldn't go top corner. It was taken. Oh, that sucks. Oh, because that's the other thing is that when the movie, like once this guy finally got up, it was because the two people that were supposed to be sitting. Sorry, this was a few days ago. The two people that were supposed to be sitting there eventually show up and we breathe this sigh of relief. As then this fucking guy gets up and goes immediately to the seat he was supposed to be at. So it wasn't even a matter of he didn't know he was supposed to be there. sucks, dude. He just went right to the seat, which makes me wonder why the fuck he was yelling Erica in the first place. He knew exactly where he was supposed to be sitting. Now, what did your son think about this whole fiasco? Oh, my son was pissed. He was ready to go and, you know, he was going to get all Karen-y on him and go tell the manager. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's let this play out. Let's let this one play out. Ben does not take shit when it comes to like Marvel movies. He's going to make sure everyone shuts the fuck up. I love that, man. I go, this time around, let's just see how it plays out. Get your Karen on, bro. 
Yeah. I'm only kidding about the Karen thing, but he was just not having it. He was pissed. I go, let's, I have a feeling this is going to work itself out because I saw that the, I, you know, when you buy your tickets, you're like, okay, well, we're taking these two seats because these other mm-hmm. ones are taken. I knew that someone eventually was going to come and get them out of those seats. <sighs> you be picking them, bro. <laughs> well, the good thing about Manchester, there's such a gap in between seats, like especially rows. Yeah. There's like a four foot gap, five foot gap. So it's hard to get pelted with things. Yeah. Again, I got pelted with fries and Starburst. That's dope, Jay. But the thing is, the weird thing is, the one time you went with me to a movie, you had a perfectly, even though the movie sucked, the two times you went, you didn't have no talkers. <laughs> well, it's not every time, Steve. It's just certain movies. Okay, but you like, have I can break, crazy, like your no, 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 times were no, like, This whoa. is the first time that anyone's ever been ira- or like uh, obnoxious in an MCU movie for me. There's been some talkers. Again, my story never changes. And we know who's going to be talking. <laughs> but... It's usually fairly tolerable. This was a completely different thing. But if you go to a horror movie in Fresno on oh, the first dude. night, oh yeah, dude. It's over. You gotta you gotta cut you gotta take that on the chin though. That's life. Yeah. Horror movies attract those folks. Yeah. But like I went and saw Smile and I didn't uh I didn't have this problem. But Did then you- again, the movie wasn't, you know, it's been out for a while. So. Yeah. I know that um like at Clovis, an old man told a whole row to be quiet. Like be quiet. The- Yep, pretty much. I'll knock your block off every last one of you. Here's how he did it, too. It was so funny. He's like, it was during the trailers, not a big, they were just talking normal. I couldn't even hear them. But they were, he's like, hey, you guys be quiet on the front row. And then they got quiet. Don't make me like, come down there. And he said, hey, hey, did you hear what I said? <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, be quiet. I'm like, dude, they literally did what you asked. But he wanted to be like, Hey, did you just do that by coincidence or was it my amazing? I just need to know, <laughs> am I commanding the room right now? Are you doing this on, <laughs> on your own accord? Legit why he was like, Hey, Hey, did you hear me? And he's like, yeah. Okay. I was like, dude, they were quiet. As soon as you said it, they were quiet, but he wanted to make sure it wasn't coincidence. Right. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, and they weren't, dude, they were kids excited to see the movie. I don't care. Oh, Dan. I don't it, care. Just it was during the trailers, up. though. It was during the trailers. I don't care, Steve. Dan, I don't care. I want to watch the trailers. You are doing way too much. I'm not asking people to just like, you know, sit still and don't make them, don't, don't eat popcorn. No. Just fucking whisper. Like, if <laughs> I'm sitting next to you, Steve, yeah, and I'm uh, trying to tell you something, I'm going to uh-huh. talk to you about like this. Okay. The people that are like six seats down from me should not hear every word of the conversation. That's just a, it's a volume control. People don't have it. During trailers, I don't mind if you talk full volume. And then you get quiet during the movie. I'm cool. I won't say anything, but it bugs me. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> damn, man. But listen, there's sometimes the trailer is an event, though. Really? Kind of. I mean, think about it. They uh, the first showing of like the uh, again, not my movie, but like the Avatar trailer. Everyone made a big deal about the Avatar trailer. So if I'm in the theater and I see Avatar pop up on the screen and I'm a fan, I'm gonna want to watch this movie or the trailer rather. I get it, but most of the trailers that we the immediate trailer when they drop them, they drop them online now. You don't wait to the theater to see a trailer. Hey, I know people out there will agree with me that there's something better to see it on a big screen than watching on your phone. Go, dude. I'm just listen. I'm not asking everyone to just say nothing. Uh-huh. I'm just asking you to keep your voice down to where I don't have to hear. Ev- I don't ha- like I'm hearing your thoughts, basically. Dude. 
I feel where you're saying. I feel where you're, you're saying, but for me, a trait. I in this has my been a curmudgeon opinion, moment with Dan Ramirez. I Thank was going to say curmudgeon, but I don't think it's curmudgeon because no, it's not a curmudgeon. Anything. I've always been this way. You don't say anything. That's curmudgeons will be like, hey, you know that guy was a curmudgeon. Yeah, yeah. shut up. You know, for you to reiterate, be like, am I like you said, am I commanding the room or is this a coincidence? Because I yeah. need to know before I go home and tell the story. Um, but I think <laughs> I need a story to tell my friends <laughs> at the brig. You better shut up. <laughs> is he Irish? By the way, the brig is a bar for old people in Fresno. Oh. Sorry, I went a little too local there, folks. Dude, you know, I I'm sure that they could imagine what it was. Maybe. But I don't I don't think I, you're not being commercial. It's just it's a funny thing that annoys it. That is very, very funny. It is a major bugaboo, sir. That is so funny to me. I don't know. I mean, I guess you're right. I have encountered some extreme examples of this. <laughs> yes. You, your examples are like, you'll be like, I had normal, totally normal theater going experience, except one day in October, a guy threw a bomb at the screen. I'm like, that's well, then that, that takes care of all your experiences then. Whereas normal people just have general experience. Your one experiences are... You getting pelted with fries, dude? Yes, that seasoned fries. I don't. I didn't even know that the theaters sold seasoned fries, and you're getting thrown. Neither did I, Steve. So imagine my surprise as a fry hits my face, dude. They probably got it from Five Guys and brought it into the theater. Think about that, man. Like if it, I mean, it's me. You know me. But throwing fries at the wrong person can end very badly. Oh, dude, that that would be a they like that's a turnaround punch in the face over and over situation. Yeah, I mean. Don't get me wrong, man. I ain't talking shit. But like I used to be able to get down, but I'm not that way anymore. I don't want to fight with people. I don't want violence. I just want to watch the movie. We're in the second half of our wonderful lives, dude. So we don't fight like that anymore. That's right, man. That's only for those whippersnappers. Mr. Happy Birthday over here. Get over it. Just stop it. I'm just saying, dude. It is is a wonderful birthday. Had a great birthday, by the way. That's a wonderful time, dude. Hey. Yes. Is there anything else we want to say about this movie? We started getting a little bit rambly there. Just great. Nope. It's just great. That's it. It's just fantastic, everyone. Yes. Yes. Seriously. Like, I would have to say, I'm going to have to put this into my annoying thing where I know I annoy some certain people when I compare, or excuse me, when I rank movies. And I'm not entirely sure if I was to, like, just take all of the MCU movies and just rank them where this one is going to fall. But, Mm -hmm. you know, because there still is the whole new movie thing. But I think it's going to be up there, dude. Like this movie is as good as like say phase two, phase three. Uh, it's going to be high up there for me. I'm going to, you know what? That's what we should probably do one of these days. Let's just write them all down, and I will make I will make my list. That's a show in itself, right there. That is a show in itself, and we could all well we should we should get somebody else that knows Marvel really well and make them have a list too, so I could clown their weak sauce list. That sounds like a great time, Steve. We'll plan it, but I'll not anytime it. soon, because the next time that we talk to y'all, it's going to be episode 200. And I still Hello. I still have some plans in the works here. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But Steve, I'm glad you like this movie, man. I'm glad that you saw it twice. That tells me you loved this movie. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I loved it. First time I liked it a bunch. Second time I fell in love with it. Like I said earlier, I think a lot of people are kind of getting a, yeah, it was pretty good, but I, I need to see it again. I think I need to go see it again. Trust me. Like it's, a, it was almost a different watch for me in a weird way, even though, you know, it wasn't, but uh, yeah, I've got nothing but good things to say about Wakanda forever. And I just hope that Ryan Coogler just keeps putting out like these emotional hits that he does. I mean, he's got me with Creed. 
You know, <laughs> he was able to get me to tears with Creed. I just think he's he could be one of the greats right now, dude. Absolutely. Honestly. No question. No, like question. I'm not even putting the hyperbole on it. I just I really thinking about that lately. These last few days of just thinking about Ryan Coogler's work. And again, you put it into light that it's only been four movies that he's put out so far. This Killing. dude's a prodigy for sure. Killing, dude. Yeah. We are watching a mate. We are watching miracles happen. I can't wait Absolutely. to watch the next scene. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it as far as the uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever goes, people. I hope that you enjoyed this review of ours. I certainly did. I did. Well, then that's it really it only matters about us, Steve, because no one else is listening anyway. I mean, that. dude, listen, the only thing that matters is that you had a good, decent, OK theater going experience and that there was some excitement on your uh, at least one of them. And I had a fantastic experience the next time. There we go. I had I had great both. Uh, no one likes a braggart, Steve. Okay, my bad. It's unbecoming of you, sir. My bad. Go see Black Panther Wakanda Forever today. What are you doing listening to us? Go see the goddamn movie. It's that good. All right? Steve, anything else to say before we get out of here? Enjoy your wonderful week, and I can't wait to see for episode 200. I think Dan has a bunch of plans, and I'm just happy if some people get on you know, the phones with us, and we get to interact with other movie lovers and music lovers and board game lovers. Peace. Oh, Steve, one more question for you. Do you think that it was worth it? The nuts were worth it. I agree, Steve. Damn the nuts were worth you. it. And did you just see Namor's in that movie? Because holy cow, when that guy gets out of the, the water, he's, he's smuggling plums, I think. <laughs> All right, everyone. We're going to get out of here. My name is Dan. That's Steve over there. We're the Heroes of Noise, and you've been listening to our Wakanda Forever review. People, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. And peace. <laughs>